Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence in your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for the Her Influence podcast. My name is Caitlin Say and I'm joining you from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan today. The theme of today's episode is the title on the door. Does title matter? We're going to be speaking with a good friend of mine, Stephanie Bellio, and she's going to be talking to us about God's word and what God has to say about living a life of influence. Stephanie's a lover of God's word, and she shares this passion online, in her living room, and anywhere else someone's listening. Uh, She's a born communicator and she's got this contagious love and enthusiasm for Jesus. Her passion is to see women really rooted and grounded in his love in a way that it overflows and truly brings transformation in their own hearts first and then to their spheres of influence, including their home or family or workplace. Stephanie's a mom of three, and uh, and she's got so many relatable stories. If you're a mom, you're going to connect with Stephanie, um, and she will inspire you to see every day through this lens of truth. She's authentic and funny, and she's got lots to say. Right now, she is getting speaking engagements across the country, inspiring women in these ways. But as a close friend of Stephanie, I know that it's her highest priority to stay connected to Jesus and to arrange her life in such a way that she's hearing from him and walking according to his pace for her life. And that doesn't always look like influence in the way that the world or the way that society might measure an important life. She's got a lot to say about what truly makes a life important. What makes your life important? So thanks for joining us for this important episode. I so believe that if you'll take the time to listen, that God's got things to speak to you today through our next minutes together. So thanks for being with us. Here we go. Okay, well, thanks for listening in today, Gather Community. Um, We've got Stephanie with us this morning, and uh, we're ready to talk about the topic of the name on the door, does title matter? You know, as soon as I hear that, the name on the door, I just think of kind of like an office building and this Mm -hmm. designation, um, this title that that uh, that we can have or others can have and that we so often uh, associate certain thoughts with. Um, mm-hmm. If you've got that title, that means you have all of this other, you know, stuff or mm-hmm. influence. You've got all of this certain kinds of, of influence. But Stephanie, you've, you've got a real influence. And I know that from watching your ministry and your Bible teaching and your life of passion for Christ. Um, but, you know, I love how you orient influence. What does influence mean to you? Hmm. Well, to me, influence is something that actually happens very naturally, but I think the the coming to that place is not something that just happens. I think 
the degree of influence that God gives you in the kingdom, I think has a direct impact on the amount of influence you've allowed him to have in your life. You know, if you were to think of your life or your heart as an actual physical home, you know, how much square footage of that does he have? You know, does he reign over your desires and over your plans, over your words, over your time, over your ways? And I think the more influence and the more lordship that he has over your own life, the more he can entrust parts of his kingdom, parts of his plan into your life. Um, when you said the name on the door, I thought that was really interesting because there is no door anywhere any in any part of the world that has my name on it. Mm. <laughs> you know, there is no, um, there's not really ever been an, a significant title in the world's eyes that's been given to me. But I think when you go back to just with the Lord and you think, okay, what does, what does he call me? Like, who am I to him? That name that he has given you, those things that he has stamped on your life are the things that become um, kind of, Jesus is the foundation, of course, but the things that he builds on hmm. to give you that influence in his kingdom. No kidding. Wow. I love that, that mm-hmm. the more influence you give him over mm-hmm. your own life and not just, not just your decisions, but your, yeah. your you said your ways, you know, yeah. and your thinking and, and your relationships. And, um, again, it's this call to wholeness, yeah. living with your whole heart and, and surrendering that whole heart to him Mm -hmm. that you're saying actually results in, in a life of, of Mm -hmm. influence. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, that you do influence in incredible ways, despite the fact that maybe your name is not on Mm -hmm. a door. Um, and, and you, you've shared some stories about your relationship with your father that Mm -hmm. has really shaped your perceptions about, about influence. Yeah. How how has that happened? Yeah, well, my dad used to say this this one thing. He always said that that kingdom influence is about quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. And I think we live in a world, uh, we live in a different world uh, than he lived in. We live in a world uh, very driven by social media, very driven by numbers, very driven by followings, by platforms, by this idea that if I can sort of wrangle in a certain number of people to pay attention to me, then I can have influence over them. And I mean, my dad was as ordinary of a guy as you could have. He was a mechanic by trade. He was called to ministry later in life after coming to know the Lord at 37. Oh, wow. Um, he, he lived um, a few decades out with the Lord and he actually, he passed away 10 years ago this August. Mm-hmm. And he had no Twitter, no Instagram, no Facebook, no ministry title. But I mean, the number of people that still come up to me and say, man, your dad really really impacted my life or his faith really impacted my life or his journey at the end, you know, with, with ALS really how he just clung to faith. So 10 years later now, you know, I'm still seeing the, the impact and the influence that he has had on people, you know, and I think sometimes we forget that, that when you look at influence, we're, we're influencing people, you know, and, and not numbers, not um, those sorts of things. And he understood that. And he said that to me, um, just about quality. So when I think, what does that look like in the outworking? Well, I think that, you know, when you're looking at influence and influencing people towards loving God and towards serving him, towards chasing out, you know, their calling, I think you're not looking for, okay, well, are there 10 people listening? Cause if there's 10 people listening, you know, I'll, I'll be faithful. God, I'll go and I'll do, I think it's the one, like the one girl who texts you and she's having a little crisis, you know, in her 
with her identity or she's having a crisis in her marriage or she's having, you know, she just needs encouragement or needs someone to pray with her. You know, will you be faithful with that one, that one person? Mm -hmm. Because if we're not faithful with the one person, you know, we're not any less loved, any less belonging to him, but he's saying, you know, can I trust you to minister me to more people if I can't trust you, you know, with this one. So when I think of, of quality over quantity, I think, you know, can you go deep with a few people and then trust God, you know, with the future instead of going wider, maybe with less depth, because I think that can happen really easily. Yeah. Stephanie, you are one of the few people I know who, uh, continuously, you keep this at the center of your life and your ministry, um, this endeavor to, to cultivate depth and mm-hmm. to really um, see that quality of relationship with people as mm-hmm. opposed to just quantity and kind of mm-hmm. just spreading, spreading your resources just all over the place. Um, I feel that you're careful and directed with your life and, and with your gifts. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, what you're describing is quite countercultural. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think unless we are quite intentional, it's so easy to just be um, pushed by the flow of how uh, society runs and how things are going yeah. and how most people kind of function. And like you mentioned, social media and just mm-hmm. these things that um, make it difficult actually to genuinely cultivate compassion for the mm-hmm. one person oh, yeah. in front yeah. of us and yeah. to to genuinely feel that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a, a question I'd throw at you. I think you do this well. You do this consistently. You've got little kids. You're a busy woman. You're writing Bible studies. You're, um, you're creating content. You know? You're uh, really in the trenches doing the kingdom work. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But how do you cultivate a lifestyle that allows for you mm-hmm. to, to, to be um, feeling this compassion and mm-hmm. making it a priority to mm-hmm. cultivate that in your life? Yeah. Um, for me, just a, a major shift that God brought in my life, I think it was probably probably around four or five years ago, was just this idea that like the gospel is not something that I that you graduate from. Like it's something that you go you go deeper into. And it's JD Greer who says that the gospel is not the springboard or the diving board in which we jump into Christianity. It's this it's the pool that we live in. Mm. And I think having that freedom to know that there's never a point in this life where I will have, I can say I've arrived, Mm -hmm. um, kind of keeps me, keeps me on my knees and it keeps me seeking the Lord, um, and being with him regularly. And I want to say daily, but the truth is like, I'm not even perfect at daily, but, but regularly, like rhythmically Mm -hmm. of just seeking him first, because the thing is, is we can, we can deceive ourselves really easily. We can get to thinking like we're, you know, pretty spiritual or like pretty good Christians because we're out there kind of doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And when you read scripture consistently over and over again, you see that God cares very much about the state of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And the only way to really know, right, is to bring yourself before the Lord, bring yourself before the word and let him do his, um, like his separating and dividing and cultivating in our own hearts. Because um, if we don't have that with Jesus, what are we going to give people, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we get the platform one day, if we get the the wider influence, but we have no depth, yeah. you know, to give to them, I think like, then what are we doing? Because, you know, they say we, we, we reproduce ourselves. Yeah. You know, so if I don't have just that 
like my own thing kind of going on with Jesus every day where, where I just, I believe him where he's, I come to him uncovered because I know that he clothes me where mm-hmm. I move and do everything from that place of belonging to him. Um, because that's what I want to give people, right? When I'm gonna, when I get out there, I want to say, you know what, there's freedom. Like yeah. there's grace. Yeah. There's, I mean, he has a calling, he has purpose. He does not want you to live life exhausted and overwhelmed and busy. But if, and I'm not saying that I have to do that perfectly um, in order to tell people that that's, but, but you can be the example. Yeah. You know, you can be the imperfect example of saying, you know what, I don't always do it, but when I do it, when I trust him, when I, when I abide in him, I mean, this thing works. Right. You know? And when so I don't, it's like it doesn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that that's something, um, that can be a game changer. I know even in my own life, there's just such a difference uh, that I can feel about, about the genuine way I'm, I'm able to live out faith when Mm -hmm. I'm practicing those rhythms. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd love to hear from you practically Mm -hmm. uh, what that actually looks like, like on your calendar, what does that Mm -hmm. look like? To stay connected to Christ, you mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I, okay. So my kids are, um, seven, five and a half and three. And so I, I understand I, to the mom who is like, what do you mean wake up early? <laughs> like, I get that. I get that. I understand. Like, I'm so compassionate, you yeah. know, to the woman who's like, well, I'm, I'm busy, you know, and to her, I just say like, how bad do you want it? Mm. You know, because it's something that God just really spoke to me recently about was like, Stephanie, you can be with me all day, but you can only be alone with me, <laughs> you know, kind of in that first, that first part of the day. So I mean, it has right now, I mean, I'm reworking my, my evenings and what time I get to bed, you know, so I can prioritize and my kids are early risers. So if I want to be with the Lord for 30 to 60 minutes in the morning, it's Mm 5am. And I don't say that for anyone to feel condemned. I just say that to go, what is it going to take, you know, to be alone? And in the same way, you know, in my marriage, my husband and I, Mike, we've been married, um, 12 years this, Mm -hmm. this July. And if we want to be alone, like you have to fight for that time. You have to plan it. You have to prioritize it. So for me, I say that's the most important one is, is prioritizing that time to be alone with God. And even if it's not first thing in the morning, if it's after school drop-off or it's during morning naps and other seasons, Mm -hmm. it's just making it a priority because even if it doesn't go perfectly, but it's, it's in your heart and it's your desire, you will make it. I mean, you'll find a way. And honestly, there's been times where I've gone to bed and I just gone, Lord, I'm so exhausted. I want to be with you can you just make it happen? And he's like literally woken me up or woken one of my kids up and put them back to sleep. And, and then I'm up, you know, so coming to him with that desire and saying, you know what, I trust that this is what you want to. So can you help me? Um, another one for me is um, a rhythm would be to have at least like one day, ideally would be in a week, uh, but just a day where you can kind of chase rabbit trails with God in the word, like a day where you can, um, just, you know, start exploring some of those questions you've been asking and just really, really be uh, with him. Hmm. Um, recently a habit that I've been implementing that I read about in a book called the common rule, um, is it's, it's just called kneeling prayer and it's exactly what it sounds like. And so what that looks like is when my alarm goes off, I just roll out of bed onto the floor, like right next to me. And I just start the day by saying, God, I acknowledge who you are. Mm. I acknowledge that you have advanced works for me to walk in today. I acknowledge that I belong to you and I choose to live under your authority 
today, would you fill me Holy Spirit so I can can see what you see and see people the way you see them and just walk in that. Yeah. And actually that has been, it's been like 12 days of that maybe since I've been doing that. And I would say that has been very life-changing because he does that. Like, yeah. he's like, yeah, there's, there's a person here. There's your kid. There's something going on in their heart. There's, yeah. you know, so just staying connected. Those are practices that personally help me stay connected. Of course, um, corporate worship with the church um, Sunday, God always speaks to me, starts downloading ideas for writing, like in the response time after the sermon, it just happens. Yeah. Um, and then being intentionally in community with, with face-to-face people who I know are not, who are going to challenge me and pray for me. Um, come alongside me in my, in my real life. And the last one I would say is um, like staying connected with people like you. Um, I connected with another woman from out East, uh, Julianne, you remember when we all met at that yeah, absolutely. retreat and just people who are doing a similar thing, um, who are, who are running, who are, you know, who just get some of the challenges that come with leadership. So I would say those are, I don't know how many that is, five. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I completely think that's so key that mm-hmm. wherever we are and wherever our listeners are and whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever they're growing in or mm-hmm. maybe struggle they face or season they're in to, yeah. to really find a place that they can plug in and feel yeah. understood and have discussions where yeah. um, there's vulnerability and openness in that community is just so necessary. Really, Stephanie, all of those things that you've talked about as far as practices to stay Mm -hmm. connected to the Holy Spirit. I love that. And that you're running in your lane with those things and that as you seek God, he shows you uniquely what, what is it for you that you need? And Mm -hmm. it will be different for different girls and women at different times and spaces. And he's Mm -hmm. a creative God. And I think when we do him with that question, mm-hmm. how can I stay connected to you? Yeah. He will show, you know, he will show the way and, and what works for a person. And, um, you know, and for one person, maybe they're waking up for 30 minutes and for another, if they get, if they can do those two minutes, the first yeah. thing in the day, Just, like that's a win. Celebrate yeah, that. Yes. And Absolutely. exactly whatever that, whatever yeah. that kind of looks like. But ultimately, think, um, yeah. you, you know, you talked about the prioritizing and the planning. Mm-hmm. And um, I just so acknowledge and affirm your honesty around that issue because I know for myself, um, the busy excuse can can come out of my mouth really quick. Um, mm-hmm. I'm busy. I have to. I must. Yeah. They expect. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. got to. You know. And um, ultimately, you've really said I receive this responsibility, mm-hmm. and it's mine to steward my relationship with God. Yeah. first. Um, and not, not even just for your own, you know, your own purposes, but so that you can carry that authentic compassion that mm-hmm. we were talking about. And really, um, so that even though you've got no name on the door, uh, or title, like that is the coming of the kingdom through your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, um, living yeah. out the fullness of and your purpose. Can I just say one more thing? Cause I think this yeah. is worth noting. Yeah. Um, so I've always had this idea that like, okay, like ideal Stephanie would wake up every day at 5am and like ideal Steph would, you know, like Hmm. every week for one hour, she would like Hmm. connect with people and an ideal Steph would do things perfectly and do things rhythmically all the time. Actual Stephanie, um, sometimes feels guilt for not like being that, but actual Stephanie does have a, just a desire to, to seek God. So I say those things because I really like the word rhythms. Um, and because what rhythms do is rhythms kind of can catch you when you're going too fast. Rhythms can help slow you down and bring you back. So I would really say 
the priority is to seek first his, his kingdom. You know, his word says that Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom and everything else will be added. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, even when it's not perfect, even when it's not ideal, even when I'm like, well, it's actually been a few weeks since I had an extended time or months that again, just coming back to that priority of God, I want to be with you. I want to know you and I want anything else that you bring to my life just to stem from that. Yeah. Um, that it's not about doing it perfectly. It's about, it's about being with him. Yeah. It's about that presence. So that can look really imperfect and it can look really different for a lot of people, but that's the priority, right? Is to be Mm -hmm. in the presence of God and to live life with the presence of God. Because there's freedom there. Because there's there's freedom there. there. The Bible says it and you're saying like, I'm actually experiencing it. It's not just word. It's, it's in my heart. Like I, I'm uh, experiencing this and, and there's purpose there, you know, there's purpose. Um, sorry, last thing, but you also said like, you know, we're always feeling pulled in so many directions. And I think it was about two years ago, I was like, ah, blogging and speaking and all this. And I just felt like God said to me, start at home, like start with who's in your living room, start with who's like right in front of you, your children, like your husband, your, I mean, like love these people well, and like pray for these people and bring them along, like ask them to come with you and then, and just trust me with the rest. And I think it was Beth Moore actually she said, someone said to her early on in her ministry, you worry about the depth of your ministry and let God worry about the breadth mm-hmm. of it and the width. And I just think that just like the depth of your heart, the depth that you allow him to go, like, just let that be your, your biggest priority. Absolutely. And that will continue to bring mm-hmm. blessing to your life Absolutely. and to your ministry, mm-hmm. Stephanie. I know that for you. Um, I really appreciate what you said about the, uh, the ideal stuff and the actual yeah. stuff. Like how many of us have that, right? In our head. Oh yeah. Even if we've yeah. never voiced it, chances are we've got this picture in our head of what we just wish we were in a certain area, yeah. whether it's yeah. body image or just how we're yeah. perceived or, yeah. you know, a little more this or a little more that, but yeah. There is something so powerful about the acceptance mm-hmm. of what is not perfect. <laughs> saying, owning those pieces of ourselves and saying, that is part of me. Yes, yeah. it's not this, or but um, that uh, Henry Cloud writes about this as yeah. integrated living. And I think mm-hmm. God so desires that for mm-hmm. daughters to yeah. acknowledge what's not perfect mm-hmm. and to say, that's part of me and I'm, I'm owning that. So yeah. that I can actually, uh, you know, move forward yeah. with God in, in the Well, way. and we can own it because he, ha- he owns us and he, yeah. he bought us knowing. I mean, even though we're like, oh, I had no idea. I was so scared. He's like, I did. Like, yeah, you know, I and, love and we you. can yeah. own those things because Absolutely. he, like, he's owned them for us. He owned them on the cross. Yeah. And that gives us the authority to go, you know what? There are some things that are in progress and there are some things that you've just made me this way and I'm going to live who I like just in who you've actually made me to be, not who I think I'm supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, That is another thing I so admire about you on your journey with Jesus is that you truly have just made it your mission to enjoy the journey of getting to know him, um, yeah. that it, it not be, um, feel heavier or like a burden or that you have to, but, um, that even your, even the character refining, you're committed mm-hmm. to enjoying that, that yeah. process. And I think that's <laughs> where we find freedom in this walk with him. So, um, yeah. I would ask you for our listeners today, what permission slip would you give them to go out and, you know, embrace this, in order mm-hmm. to enjoy that freedom, just enjoying the process and living in influence without a title on the door, but, but here's your permission slip. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, permission slip. Okay. Um, for me, savoring, like what you're talking about, just being able to enjoy it in process has been so freeing just to know, like his word says, it says, rejoice, always pray continually, give thanks in, in all circumstances. And that freedom to enjoy has been, is giving me permission to enjoy my marriage, to enjoy my husband when like we are not perfect, when there's still so much that God is doing to be able to enjoy my kids when they're not behaving like the way I want them, but to enjoy that process. And I think the only way that we, um, I guess the permission slip that you're talking about is when we are willing to just take that step of faith and say, God, I believe that you delight in me in all of my imperfections, all of the things that I think are di- should be different. I wish we're different. I believe you, mm-hmm. you know, and his word says, um, I think it's Psalm 18 where he says, um, that God reached down from on high and he rescued us because he delighted in us. Mm-hmm. And I would just say like, just take him at his word, take him at his word. That he's not like, Oh, there's Stephanie again. She needs rescue again. She needs forgiveness yeah. again. Yeah. You know, she needs grace again, that, that it is his, his delight. Like he loves you. He likes you. He wow. enjoys you. Like you're his daughter who he wants to be with yeah. and live in and live through. And if we're willing to believe that, I think that gives us so much permission to enjoy the people around us who are in progress, just like we are. Right. And That's another key piece, isn't yeah. it? All of a sudden you can let everybody else off the you hook. You can just let everyone finally, else. You finally let yourself off the hook. Because, so now yes, absolutely. And like, I could tell you, I mean, I could, if you were like, okay, Stephanie, like how far do you still have to go? I could be like, we could go all day. About that. <laughs> we could. We yeah, could. but we won't, but we won't, but we won't, Yeah. but just to know that, like, like when I look back and, and it's funny cause the longer I've been walking with God and I would say like on a more in-depth level, like the more I'm aware of like how desperately I need him, like right. how much pride, like would, would continue to be living in my heart, how much fear, yeah. you know, how much guilt and yet how he's like lived in me and lived through me in spite of all of that. Like, it's just a miracle. Like it's a miracle that the presence of God can dwell in us through the Holy spirit. And we are not like dropping dead. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's right. That's because of Christ. Like it's because of what he did for us on the cross. It's because it was his delight, you know, to rescue us. So when we can take him at his word, and believe that he when like if we were to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, believe that when he looks back at us, he's smiling. Yeah. Like that can free us absolutely so much to be able to let the people around us be in making imperfect progress. Absolutely. And to be making it, you know, yeah. ourselves. And quick story. So when my husband and I we started dating when I was 16 and from day one, like I would catch him gazing at me from like across the room and he would be smiling. And I would literally like scowl back and be like, what? And he's like, I just love you. And I was like, like, it was like this suspicion, right? Like, why are you smiling? Like, what are you happy about? Yeah. 
you know, and I think like sometimes we're like that with the Lord, you know, he's like smiling. He's like, I, I love you so much. And we're like, what do you want? Yeah. It's hard to receive it because you know, it takes, it takes that humility. And I love that picture that you're describing. And that's so true. Ultimately, Stephanie, you have led us right back around to the heart of, Mm -hmm. of why we're even talking. It is, it is this gospel message. It's a good Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ that says, you don't have to be perfect. I forgive you. Your family, let them off the hook. It's this healing of the heart. It's a wholeness. And that's where true influence lies. So yeah, let's hand out those permission slips um, Mm -hmm. to be imperfect, to receive the grace and to walk in it. Thank you so much for being with us today, Stephanie. You're welcome. It's been such an honor, such a pleasure. Okay. Bye. Stephanie, you are truly a woman whose heart is set on God, set on knowing God's love for you and making it known to the people around you. Thank you so much for that genuine peek into your life. Thank you for that challenge to know Jesus every day. You said, I have my own thing going on with Jesus every day. You told us, I move from a place of belonging in him because that's what I want to give people. And you talked about this freedom. You said there's freedom. There's a calling for every person and there's grace. But you said there's this responsibility that you feel to be spending time alone with him where you can better understand that space, where you better own that space so that you really can invite people in in a genuine way. And I loved you were so real. You said, I don't always do it. But when I do, when I do trust him, when I do abide in him, this thing works. And that's the truth of it. The gospel is supposed to make a difference for our everyday lives, brings light for the next step. You challenged us with this question, what is it going to take for you to be alone with Jesus? And you told us about that struggle and what that looks like in your life. And, and to you as listeners today, I, wanna, I want to share that challenge with you. I am challenging myself. And for you too, what is it going to take for you to be alone with Jesus, to make that a priority? Stephanie said, for me, the most important thing is prioritizing time to be alone with God, just being intentional about that. And then you went on to say that it's really key for you to be intentional about being in community face-to-face with women, with people who are going to challenge you, pray for you, and come alongside you. And I think that is a key piece of it. None of us can do this thing alone, and we weren't meant to. And uh, you talked about rhythms and the importance of rhythms because they catch you when you get going too fast in life and they bring you back to what the priority is. And you told us today it's to seek first his kingdom, to seek first his kingdom. You also challenged us to take God at his word. You said it's his delight to be with each one of us. He just wants to be with us. You said that when we do that, when we make it a priority and when we're experiencing God's love in that freeing way, you said that frees us to free the people around us to be making imperfect progress too. And isn't that what it's all about? As women who are longing to be influential for Jesus and for his purposes, we're all just on a journey making imperfect progress. But if we can make space for one another to be imperfect along the way, and if we can be extensions of grace as we're experiencing the grace of Jesus Christ, we're going to be a lot more effective on our mission. 
Well, I hope you've been as encouraged by Stephanie's words today as I have been. I just want to invite you to continue to share the content of this podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have been leaving reviews, who have been sharing the content with your friends and your family as we grow this community of women who desire to make change in our homes and our communities, our nation and beyond for the glory of Jesus. So go forward this week with your real voice, with your bold words, and with your whole heart. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence podcast. We'd love you to share this episode to encourage a friend and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more on the Gather Women movement, visit gatherwomen.com. For free resources, circles, and events in your area, better yet, grab your girlfriends and register to join us live at the Gather Rise Conference, October 25th and 26th in Oakville, so we can meet you. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.